All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. We talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Woody Sears, who is the co-founder of Here Here. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah, thanks for coming on to the the podcast. I'm really excited to learn more about what you're working on. For people that don't know what Here Here is, can you share what it is and what you're working on? I'd be happy to. Yeah, we're um, we're brand new, so I imagine a lot of people have not heard of us. Um, but we do location-based audio stories for road trips. So our our product is in the form of a mobile application uh, that automatically plays stories about the history, people, culture, uh, and things you're seeing outside your windows as you travel. So really a way to enhance your journey, um, educate and entertain you while, while you're on the road. So if I was to go on a road trip like today, um, you know, I'm based in Arizona. Is this something that it, 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 it kind of has content for different states or can you actually just describe to me kind of how it works? If I was to go on a road trip, how would it know where I am? What kind of locations do you have logged? I would just love to learn more about how it works. Yeah, so we, we use the GPS radio on your device and then every story has a geographic center and then a radius around it. So if, um, and that, that radius varies based on what the story content is. You know, if it's a story about Sierra Nevada mountain range, it may have a range of 500 miles where you'd hear that. Um, whereas a more specific landmark like Santa Monica Pier would have a range of, you know, a half a mile. So depending on the visual reference and content of the story, um, we create that range around it. And then as you have the app on, um, you're going to to get those stories triggered um, based on that location, as well as your listening preferences. We ask our users when we onboard them to rank the categories they're most interested in. And we have history, natural wonders, colorful characters, local insights, sports, music. So you rank these categories and then we, we play them based on that as well. Today, we launched with coverage in California, Oregon, and Washington. So all along the West Coast, we have 1,500 stories. Um, most of them are three to five minutes in length. And about half of them make up the history category. Um, that's really our flagship uh, flagship category that, that we feature on there. And um, so you driving from Arizona, um, if you pop over here west, then you'd be able to uh, trigger some stories there. But we're working our way across the entire country and we'll have 10,000 stories up by uh, summer of next year. I would love to hear, why did you decide to work on this? This is such a unique product um, and it's something it's in like a market that I personally think is overlooked, which is like road trips and driving um, and, and law and form audio. So I'd love to just kind of hear why did you decide to get started with here, here? Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and um, I, I think the great American road trip is starting to make a comeback before COVID. And now that that has taken place, that's 96% of travel this summer. AAA predicts will be by road trip as you know, airplane travel is all but eliminated, especially for, for leisure trips. So um, it, it, it has been overlooked to some degree, but, you know, the popularity of RVs and other 
um, vehicles that are they're made for longer haul trips have certainly increased. Uh, but the the idea really, you know, I grew up doing road trips. Um, my family can always afford plane flights, and that's just how we we moved about. I've taken that tradition on with my own family, and I was introduced through a family friend. Um, to my co-founder, Bill Wordland, and we both moved to Santa Barbara around the same time. And I was exiting my last company where we made um, the first library of narrated children's books for the iPhone and asked if he had any ideas he was looking to pursue in the mobile or internet world. And he said, I do have one, you know, bring this off the, the dusty memory banks, but essentially, uh, he did road trips with his grandfather as a kid who was just a wealth of knowledge regarding geology and history and the original idea was a trifold brochure that had mile markers and then information that went along with each mile marker. So fast forward to the smartphone age, I immediately fell in love with it and was pretty convinced that somebody else must be doing it and turns out there wasn't. So. Um, and which is a common reaction I get when I tell people about the product. They either say, I've been thinking I want this, or doesn't something like that already, isn't it already out there? So um, really it was kind of a, a scratch your own itch type of thing, something we wanted for our own family and kind of evolving as our kids got a little bit older, um, wanting to, to grow out of that heads down and the device in the back seat and really take in the surroundings and the opportunity to, to learn about, you know, this great country that we live in. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I, I love that. What, what, what do you, what would you say like an average day looks like for you? Like, I feel like with a company like this, there's so many different elements. It's like the production is getting the word out, you know, maybe there's some shipping of code. What does your average day look like as you're working on here, here? Yeah, right now we're, we're finishing up our pre-seed round. Um, so that, uh, you know, involves some effort, um, obviously a ton of work on the product, both on the content side, as well as the, uh, the, the front end and, and back end of the, of the software. Um, so, you know, we launched on August 5th, and now we're coming to the end of August and have seen, you know, Great reception so far. We've been really active in getting out there to the press and and creating a social presence. So um, really wanting to make sure we're conveying what our brand stands for in these various um, forms of media. So that was a uh, that's been occupying a lot of my my time of recent and and doing every support request that comes in um, for the app or through our website, just doing whatever I can to get customer feedback and know where, you know, are there any, are there issues? Are there, are there consistencies and features that people are looking for and how we can, you know, evolve the roadmap to meet uh, what people, how people are using the product. Um, we've seen 10,000 downloads so far. And uh, we're, we've been encouraged by the feedback so far and, and just making sure we nurture that. And how do you, um, I guess two questions, like who, you might've mentioned this, but I may not have 
her like understood but who would do, do you have like an ideal user like is families like you, you, a, a target for you could it be like truck drivers mm-hmm. uber drivers i feel like there's so many different personas yeah. that you um that could use this i'm kind of curious like do you just welcome all of them or are you building it for a specific persona for uh, right now yeah i would say you know it doesn't fit a, a one particular demographic um but we do have three personas that we really focus on and those are all centered around the the psychographic of love of learning um, slash get smart like that's where that's where we see our customers have the most overlap but there's lots of different ways that people travel and it can be whether they're actually traveling for their job in commercial truckers or um, they are doing traveling for business and they want to you know get some of that uh, knowledge as they move about to these new places. Um, families, you know, that's a personal one for me. I'd say, you know, not all, our, our content is more adult oriented. Um, it can definitely work for kids on, on an educational um, level. And I think an opportunity in this virtual learning environment to add that to the travel component that a lot of families are going out, uh, going out with. Um, we originally imagined RVs would be a major community for us. Uh, there's 40 million of them that identify as that in the U.S., uh, 14 million households that own at least one. So we, we still see them as, uh, you know, a great audience because of the amount that they travel and, and they're just uh, generally curious by nature. So um those are some of the major buckets but even people who are um planning travel and looking for inspiration of where to go uh we get that coming up more than we had expected so we're you know we're we're so young it's still a matter of of figuring out where we resonate the most but um you know just to kind of put a bow on it it's it's people who really look for experiences and and cultural knowledge um, while traveling and predominantly that happened is domestic travel uh, today until we can start to expand beyond the borders and so obviously this year is like the year of covid which is changing so many behaviors of people you know which is breeds so many potential new companies um, I, I kind of would love to hear some prediction, not predictions, but like y- maybe user behavior predictions for you in the market. Like, do you think there will be more road trips in the future because of what's going on? Could there be less? Does it not affect it? I just, I, I am interested to hear how you think what's going on with COVID will affect one, like driving long distances and then two, uh, consumption of audio. Um, I, I just, do you have any kind of theories or predictions on that? Yeah, I do. I mean, it was already headed that direction um, in terms of popularity of road trips from 2015 up 22% to 2019. So we we saw that trend continuing. Um, COVID gave a, uh, a huge um, boost to that just because of limiting options, but I think it also exposed a lot of people who would not have otherwise considered a road trip. So um, there's plenty of us waiting out there to do kind of longer, you know, 
trips or overseas trips that require air travel. But I think this renewed interest in things like our national parks and places that are more rural will, will breed more of these trips in the future. Um, it's interesting to look at what's happened to audio consumption now that we've eliminated commuting for, for most of the workforce, or at least the, the knowledge workers and a lot of the um, podcast listeners where um, they find they're you know, consuming less audio in their day because they don't have that activity where they, where they were on public transportation or in their car. Um, but the audio market is still a place where we see a lot of growth and, and ours is, our products obviously closely tied to that. Um, and it is that, that multi-task type of entertainment that we, we play into, but ours is very specific to, to when you travel, um, which I think is an interesting distinction when we start talking about monetizing audio outside of advertising. Um, so I think uh, we, we hope that, and we've seen people converting into annual subscribers on our platform at a, at a good percentage. So um, we think we found a spot where we can really add value for the consumer and, and uh, enhance their journey. What is one thing since you started working on a here, here, um, that you have learned whether it's about like closing, you know, this pre-seed round or user behavior, you know, adapting to market trends. Like what have you learned since you started this journey? Oh, what haven't I learned? <laughs> um, it's, you know, that's what I like about being an entrepreneur and being a startup is, you know, there's a couple of things that are repeatable, but it's a fast moving environment. So, um, things are, are new and there's opportunities to uh, to learn and grow all the time um, of really we're, we're about to kick off some paid media at the end of this week so that was an area that I hadn't spent a lot of time in in terms of how to do that um, on social and and where to find your your communities and your message so that's been a big um, uh, a significant download of knowledge for me. And then if you kind of like look at it, like you, you made this progress, you built, you know, a great product, things are growing, but if you kind of allow yourself to like dream for a second and like think really big, if you looked out 10, 15 years, what could here, here look like, or I guess in other words, what's your big vision and what direction are you rowing in or, or driving in, in this case? <laughs> yeah. I, in 10 years, I, I see us as being the, the, the biggest library of location-based audio in the world. And, and that's where we evolve beyond just road trips, but thinking about all kinds of places where location-based audio makes sense. And that's in terms of urban environments with walking tours inside museums with, that's already happening, but doing it all through your Hear Hear subscription, um, even doing things in flight where we can we can entertain you based on what you're seeing outside the airplane window. Um, and which is always curious to me as you see ge geological formations um, a little more clearly when you're at 30,000 feet and get a different perspective on them. Um, so all of those areas, um, 
you know, not to supplant guided tours, but doing it in a way that's on demand and on people's own time and, um, and, and really doing it uh, in a way that complements their own journey instead of, you know, predetermined routes. So I think, you know, there's a, the, the guided tour industry worldwide is $10 billion. And I, I don't even think that that's half of the market that we could potentially approach. And to approach, approach the market and take the market, you know, and to make the vision happen, you'll need some help, right? Like you'll need obviously customers and users. You might need employees, maybe investors if you want to do that, but you'll, you'll definitely need help from the forward thinking founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you, are you hiring, looking for users, looking for investors, BB partnerships? How can the listeners assist? Oh, that uh, great question. Thanks for asking. I, I would love feedback on the product. Uh, if people get a chance to download the app and um, let us know about, you know, what they think from a user interface, uh, a story content perspective. Um, we're looking for additional influential storytellers. Um, one of my co-founders is Kevin Costner of Hollywood fame and. Um, is also a, a passionate history fan, uh, as well as you know, very dedicated to telling the stories of, of the first people and making sure that you know we're we're all informed beyond what the kind of surface information we got in our elementary school history books. So we're we're talking to other influential storytellers who can add to that and tell talk about things that they're passionate about. Um, as well as, uh, you know, we have a few more strategic angels that we'd like to add to, to this pre-seed round. So that, that would be phenomenal if the community has ideas there. But um, yeah, just end-user end feedback as well. And then finally, if someone wanted to, you know, they had, you know, angel in mind or they wanted to try it out as users, how can people get in touch? Where can they find you online? Is it app store or you have a website? Are you on social media? Can they email you? How are people able to get in touch? We're on the app store uh, for Apple. Uh, it's here, here, H-E-A-R-H-E-R-E. And you can also find us at here, here.com. Um, and that is our social handle as well for Twitter, Facebook, Instagram is here, here, D-O-T-C-O-M. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Matt. Enjoyed the conversation.